Murder. Why is everybody interested in murder? Well, today we're going to find out on the Three Famous Guys podcast. Three Famous Guys going incognito on a mission to bring you the most compelling stories. Rags to riches, paranormal activity, comedy, drama, murder, sadness and drama. It's all right here. This is Three Famous Guys, the podcast where no topic is off limits. And now your hosts, the international men of mystery, Gus, Jim, and Mark. All right, my name is Gus, and I'm with Jim, the other famous guy. We have Mark traveling today uh, to Minnesota, so he's not with us today. So just be two famous guys today in the Three Famous Guys podcast. How are you doing, Jim? I didn't ask you. Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Gus. How about yourself? Well, hey, I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk normal. (laughs) So anyway, I'm doing better than you because my weather's much nicer than you. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. So I might even even take a motorcycle ride today after this is over. So Yeah, bring it on up. So um, I'm I'm near Dallas, Texas. Jim, you're up by uh, Dubuque, Iowa. And we're not going to say where our guests are from. That's up to them if they want people to know. So we're not going to say that Uh, if you don't care, then you can say it. But anyway, today we're going to talk a little bit about murder. Not so much about um, murders themselves, but although there might be a little bit of that, but we're going to talk about uh, a mother and daughter team that have their own podcast called Mom and Murder. And my understanding is you are in over 15 countries or 15 countries and several thousand plays on your podcast. And you've been at this, what, for a couple years, I think. So, um, uh, mom is Denise and murder. I'm not going to say, uh, I hear you call her Mur a lot. So what, what do you prefer to be called? Yeah. So my, so my name is Mercedes, but I like Mur. Mur is fine. Okay. We'll call yep. you, we'll call you Mur. So I don't know which one of you want to start it off, but what I'd like to know, we might as well, uh, let people know a little bit about you who you are, then maybe how you got into this topic. Fire away whoever. All right. Well, this is mom from Mom and Murder. Um, well, we are, we don't mind saying where we're from because we um, actually use it in our podcast a lot that we generate stories from what we say, our neck of the woods. It, in, I had this vision of a podcast. I, I listen to podcasts all day while I'm at work on my you know, death and listening away. And um, I just thought, gosh, this is intriguing. You know, murder these days, everybody is just into murder. So I thought we could, I could do that. Well, then it involved in, I seen a vision of having a podcast with my daughter. A lot of murders that happened are, that happen are young females getting into vehicles with people they don't know. And well, my daughter... Pe- people like, do that every day with Uber and Lyft, just so you know. Right. Right. I know. That's a scary thing, you know. Right. You know, they used to say, don't uh, don't talk to strangers on the internet. Now you order cars from strangers <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All sorts of things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she'd go to festivals or go to shows and find meet up with people there and decide to go hang out. And so I thought this is a perfect example. So it started out with my envision of teaching her 
you know, why we don't do these things. Obviously, I've done it her whole life, but she didn't listen. But I really wanted to put it in her face, you right. know. Um, so I don't know. Just it, it was just a little thing that I thought about doing. But then it started really nagging at me. Like, there's some reason you need to do a podcast. You need to do a podcast. It was waking me up in the middle of the night. Um, I don't know why I'm supposed to do this podcast, but I'm supposed to do this podcast. So I, I, one real quick question. You had a vision of this. Now, is that a figure of speech or literal vision, kind of? No, we don't talk about it a whole lot, but <laughs> Mercedes and I are both empaths. And um, I don't feel as crazily as you do. You, <laughs> you're really, you feel very deeply. I, I well, don't know. I, I have a very heightened sixth sense sometimes hear and see things. Okay. I you, have, you have a heightened scent and yet you still came on the show with us. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, that's how it kind of got started. I did have a few people reach out and say, you know, I would love to do this podcast with you, but for some reason it's supposed to be with my daughter. I, I gotcha. don't know what it is yet but so um we are actually we just celebrated our one year anniversary so we've yep. only been on for one year cool um our first episode released on valentine's day of 2022 wow and yeah so we're we're kind of new and still kind of trying to you know figure things out <laughs> ourselves um but our motto is we're real and raw we don't like to do a lot of editing what you see is what you get and that's kind of right. how we are you know what right. you see is what you get. Yep. We have 2,427 plays as of current, and we are listened to in 16 countries. 16, okay. And yep, 16 now, and 39 of the 50 states. We just got Hawaii listening in yesterday. That's well, awesome. Aloha. Congrats. Wow. Well, wow. wow. um, we currently have 28 episodes because we do bi-weekly um, right. because of the fact that Mer was actually pregnant when we started the. <laughs> And we didn't finally got me to agree to it. She's been asking for so long. And then I'm like, okay, fine. yeah, I, I, I really <laughs> had to be convincing to have her do this with me. Gotcha. But yeah, we're having fun with it. Um, like I said, we're still new with it. And, so, yeah. So, but, have, so on any of these murders, you had this on your mind. Uh, you kind of envisioned it. Has, is there any kind of personal experience that uh, maybe helped prompt you into this? I mean, uh, anyone in your family or, or I had an experience and I kind of told you about it. So I'll just, I'll just briefly, if I can, uh, when I was young and I, I don't really know how old, but I couldn't drive yet. So I was probably, uh, I don't really know, uh, 12, 13, maybe 14. I'm not really sure, but a friend of mine from school, we were going out to the Boy Scout camp in the late fall. We were going to go camping in one of the staff cabins. And it was evening, you know, when we got out there and we're approaching the cabin where we used to, or where we were going to camp. And I guess there was a little, uh, a little boy, a paper boy out of Rockford that was kidnapped by a truck driver. And, and of course, this information wasn't out. All we knew is it was a little boy missing. Turns out, for whatever reason... I think we were turned away. I talked to the guy that uh, was with me, actually, since we've talked. And he said we were turned away. So, um, but the cabin was, had this little boy in it, naked, with cigarette burns. I'm sure, you know, he was just tortured. But, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine, had we opened that door in the evening, 
you know, as young as we were and seen something like that, how, how horrific that would have been. So, but they did find the guy and I, uh, my understanding is he, he died in prison. Yeah. And, you would have been scarred for life guy. Yeah. That would yeah. have that been yeah. a toughie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the interest, and I know we, Oh no, go ahead. We did talk briefly about that, but you know, I would actually love to do some diving and probably cover that story. Um, the, I have the all the info. You do? I do. I got all the info from my, well, it turns out, so my friend, his name is Guy, Guy Stainer, I'll just put it out there. Um, he worked at the Byron nuclear plant for 30 some years. And the guy that worked next to him was the actual paper boy that this guy was stalking and was going to kidnap. I mean, talk about a small world. I mean, what are the odds? So, uh, but that day, that paper boy got someone else to do his route. And so... And that was the day this guy was going to do the kidnapping, took the wrong, took the other kid instead. And so um, my friend Guy and this guy both showed up at work one day with these petitions to try to get the parole board to deny parole to this guy. And so they got talking and Guy asked him, you know, how he came into, you know, doing the petitions. And so that's how he found out about the story. Uh, so yeah, it's a crazy world. So anyway, guy sent wow. me a big long text of the name of the trucker and and the boys, everything. So yeah, so I'll get I'll, I'll get that I'll get that stuff to you. Oh, awesome! Yeah. We, we would appreciate that. You know, there's there's so many podcasts out there, great podcasts, mind you, with true crime and murder. Um, mm-hmm. What I had said to Mercedes, I said my calling is to do local things. Not that Jeffrey Dahmer is not interesting. The Golden right. State Killer, but everybody does them. Everybody right. knows them. Right. Um, my first, our first episode was um, on Kenny Joe Johnson. He was mm-hmm. a 14-year-old boy that was murdered here in Dubuque, Iowa, and found in Moss Park, rolled up in an old carpet, unsolved, in, from 1987. Hmm. I went to school with him. Wow. That was like the first, I guess that started me into, you know, wanting to do the local stories. Right. Um, these stories need to be heard as well. They, you know, these people have a voice and they, just because they're from small town, Iowa, they don't get told. They don't, their story is not out there like right. the Golden State Killer, you know? Right. So we like to, um, I guess, base the story more on the victim and give the victim a voice rather than the killer themselves. You know, they've, they've, we've got no time for them. Um, They're pieces of crap in our book, but um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we like to, we like to get their story out there and, and you know, we don't always have everything about murder. Some is about spiritual stuff and Mm -hmm. um, hauntings. And we would like to get more into other, you know, we want people to engage and have listener stories from, you know, stories from like, what we say, your neck of the woods. Um, but we don't get many people sending them in because I think they feel kind of shy or whatever yeah. it is. Well, we, ju- so, we, yeah. we just recorded um, uh, a UFOologist who uh, just the other day, Thursday, oh. Thursday evening, we just did that one. So that'll get released this Wednesday. But yeah, she's, pretty interesting. Yeah, she's pretty much into the um, spiritual stuff too. And um, yeah, you guys are probably get along. You might know her. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. So actually, Jim is the one who told me about you guys and her because you're all from Dubuque. So, you know, Dubuque, small town, a lot of crazy stuff happened in there. I was going to yeah. say, we got a yeah. lot of murders here. Remember yeah. how small it is? It's crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah. in your estimation, who is the, like the most prolific uh, like murderer in this, in our area? I mean, oh boy, that that's a tough that's question. A, that is a tough one. Um, There's not really. Maybe Crystal? I, I'm thinking that guy, honestly, that guy who just went after that old lady for no reason. Uh, uh, he raped the, her, right? Mm, yeah. He, no, I think it was he, his daughter, wasn't it? <laughs> So he he did it because he had nothing better to do. Is what oh said. yeah, the the Marshallese gentleman. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. So yeah, my parents my parents actually live in Dubuque as well. Uh, and I have a sister who's a uh, probation officer in Dubuque. So, oh, okay. yeah, I'm sure she has lots of crazy stories. Uh, she didn't talk. To, she didn't talk to me about you know uh, her clients and stuff. So, but yeah, I'm sure she has lots of. Interesting. Yeah, I remember Dubuque being a town you could pretty much walk anywhere at any time of night without worrying about a thing. And I don't know what's happened there, but it wasn't until just recently it, it I feel like it started getting super scary. Yeah. Like when I was when I was younger, we would walk all, all over the place. And now I'm mm-hmm. I don't like even driving downtown. Right. After yeah, that. I mean Jim, <laughs> you remember I mean we're close in age, so yeah, we rode our bikes to what was oh, that yeah. municipal all the school. Time. And you know, back to eat dinner, and then rode our bikes back there for night swim, and you know, oh, yeah, yeah, we were out on town all the time. Not not oh, yeah. today's work, but um, yeah. I mean, I do have sadly, I do have a lot of connections to a lot of the cases that we've done. You know, like Kenny Joe Johnson, I went to school with him. Um, Carol Zartman um, was murdered by her husband, and that mo- I worked with him. And that morning after he had killed her, we rode the elevator together. You know, he says, good morning, you know, with a smile on his face. I'm just like, looking back now, I'm like, that dude murdered his wife that morning and come in and talking about good morning to me, you know? Uh-huh. Um, there's there's a couple of, I didn't really write it down because, you know, I wasn't really thinking, but um, Jennifer Lynn Jones, that was Mercedes' aunt that was raped and murdered. Um, there's some other ones. There's, we got some coming up that are really close, close yeah. and personal. Have you ever, ever uh, interviewed any uh, serial killers or killers? Not known yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is getting interesting now. There's, there's some good things coming up in the work. Awesome. That, okay. This sounds really interesting. Yeah, we're kind of excited about. Kind of not, but kind of excited about. I, I don't get to know about it, you know, tell me story. That's kind of the whole concept of it. Yeah. So I want her real reaction when I'm telling her the story. Gotcha. You know? So so that's the mm-hmm. way you guys work. You know the story. And then, mm-hmm. so your daughter comes on and, and it's kind of surprised. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, wow. It's a different take. We do a lot of kind of winging it too. So we want to know mm-hmm. some information, but we don't really want to know a lot because sometimes we right. just want to be kind of surprised as well and and uh although i don't know maybe we should of course we're gonna have to edit a little bit we've had some sound issues on this one i'm gonna have to edit out yeah oh my gosh i'm glad we got it worked out though yeah 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 so she has no idea what's coming on because i want her her true reaction and we like we like to keep it raw and real as possible Mm -hmm. so yeah i've I've tried to convince her into doing a story I, i wanted to do every other you know like I do a story and tell you, you do a story and tell me, but 
No, I, I agreed with, with the uh, stipulation that I would not be doing the stories because with a little one at home, I just, yeah. he says, I don't want to do a report. Fun. Right. So, I, I, and I totally get that because, you know, there's three of us and, mm-hmm. you know, we had a hard time coming up with a name, you know, for our podcast. And uh, so, yeah, people are always wondering who are the three famous guys, but uh, we, we're, that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that. But we have a hard yeah. time scheduling the three of us, let alone a guest. Where do you see the your podcast going? I mean, what what's your ultimate goal of what you want to accomplish? I don't know. I mean, I've I've had visions of us like traveling and actually doing live shows. Um, that would be cool. That'd know. be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna get there, um, but you know, Mer can be very witty when she wants to. <laughs> but the only problem that I foresee with that is that we're not scripted, so. Um, you know, she would unfortunately have to come on stage if we got to that point and not know what we're discussing. So right. let us know. We, I'd be interested in coming and see you guys. I'm sure Gus would too. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah, we do actually have a comedy bar here, Jim, um, downtown in the Millwork district. That which, which one's that? Is that the pizza um, place above? Underneath it? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have reached out and said, well, if you guys are ever, ever interested, you know, hmm. let's get you on here. So, Doing a podcast from there? Yeah, kind of, of a live show. A live show okay, you know. cool. That'd be interesting. Just kind of go on stage and I tell her about the murder there. I don't know if it's something she would have to know prior to so that she can... A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. I do, I do get a little shy, mm-hmm. which is the reason I didn't really know. I was so skeptical about the podcast in general is... I just, I am a little shy. Totally different from her mom. <laughs> right. So, so in front of a crowd, you have no issue in front of a crowd? Uh, I, Me? Yeah. I do not. No, I, I do. I, I yeah. <laughs> See, I guess it's because, I mean, I'm like, I work three jobs. Mm-hmm. So I work a full-time job. Um, and then on Friday night, I do karaoke. Okay. And on on Saturdays, I DJ wedding. I'm used so, to being yeah. out there, and right? Being, you know. In front of people, anyway, right? So, do do you sing karaoke as well? I to help we them? do sing. Both of us sing. I, <laughs> I I do if I've got enough liquid courage in me, you know. Hmm. I, I used I used to be that way. <laughs> yeah, my current wife, I uh, our first date, I sang Randy Travis "Forever and Ever Amen" in the car right on the first date with no warning. So Aww. that kind of sealed the deal. Aww. I always like to say I do Randy better than Randy does Randy, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so, so you really don't know where you want to go, but the live shows would be cool. I've seen a lot of podcasters do that. And of course, you know, when you get to that point, that's, there's usually pretty good money coming in and lots of exposure. Yeah. Ultimately, I guess I I have a vision board over by my work desk that I look at all day. And ultimately I would like to, um, I would like to like, save or like um solve not save solve something yeah you know like to like get some exposure out there and finally get something solved that's my goal for that's, it. that's what i was just right. gonna say is that i do have on my vision board to either solve a cold case find a missing person or just free free exonerate bring in, bring in a criminal that is you know wanted wrong right convicted. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. So do you, do you have any cold cases and, or some of these, some of these, uh, missing persons or, or different things that you're talking about? Do you have any of those that you know of that you would like to, you know, start working on? 
Well, we did the Kenny Joe John. Rumor has it is that they possibly know who did it, but I don't know that there was any concrete evidence in that fact. So it's I can't like say for sure. Missing few things, you know, that just needs it all to tie it together. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're hoping to get exposure out there. To, right. But yeah, we we're we're kind of working on a very high profile missing case from Dubuque that hopefully when we get that episode that'll be coming out in July because gotcha. it's a pretty big oh, very case. Cool. We've been working with her family a little bit. I'm sure, Jim, you know what case I'm talking about and referencing. Um, I'm kind of thinking probably, I might know, yeah. It's one of the highest profile. So um, hopefully maybe we can get, you know, answers for the family. Yeah. Ultimately, the, you know, my daughter here, I have four children, and if any one of them were missing and I go even six months without knowing, you know, not no less years and years of right. what happened. Right. It would just ultimately kill me in the end. I one time didn't answer my phone for two hours after I, I fell asleep and my alarm didn't go off. So I wasn't at work for two hours. She had the cops called <laughs> all of the hospitals. My wow. boss the previous day, like oh I was on you were one of those helicopter parents. Oh my God. <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. Two hours. Wow. <laughs> so do any of your other kids participate in this with you with you guys? Um, my youngest son, he actually did an episode with us. He uncovered um, the DC sniper. Gotcha. Yep. So oh, that's which cool. is not it wasn't a local case, but you know, he came and said, you know, I'm really intrigued by this case mm-hmm. and there were so many victims that he felt needed to be heard. So he wanted to do, and I that, that's fine. You know, we're not only doing cases around here. I just want to cover the cases, like I said, that don't get the exposure that these famous, quote, famous killers get. You know, the right. Golden State Killer, the, the um, Green River Killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, um, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, right. they're interesting, but they're, everybody knows about them. Everybody's, Everybody's done, done, them. done it, you know, yeah. Yeah. I want people to hear these little stories that don't get hurt, that right. you know, they deserve a voice as well. Right. Now, right. It's, it's interesting you said John Wayne Gacy. Um, I can't remember the fellow's name who used to own Chestnut Mountain Ski Lodge, I'm sure you're familiar with, which is just outside of Dubuque a little way. Um, his son was one of the victims. And I was, I, was doing some, nope, I was doing some work for him years ago, this years ago. And, um, yeah, he, I met him and he told me that his son was one of the victims. And this is shortly after the whole thing with John wow. Casey. So, yeah, I mean, it's a small world because, I know. Really, because that was in Chicago. Well, actually, <laughs> see, um, I did consider covering him because I am wondering if there are some missing or cases out of our area that maybe. Gacy victims because mm-hmm. he lived in Chicago and then he actually moved to Waterloo, Iowa and lived wow. there for quite some time and then back to Chicago. So, so you got to go through Dubuque to get to Chicago. He came Dubuque. And likewise. Yes, he did. Yep. And probably more than one. Well, that, I mean, that's interesting. So, I, you know, right. I can see, I can see you guys uh, being on Netflix on one of these uh, shows coming up here, right? Who knows? I mean, we just, we kind of go with the flow right now. Like, you know, like I said, we don't have any type of 
ads with any money coming in right. for this. But um, we're going to start some merch here that's up and coming. Cool. And cool. Some finances coming in on the back end on that to cover, like you said. You Good know, idea. You got to pay for the, um, the web page. You got to pay for the equipment. So mm-hmm. right. We're just going to kind of see where it goes. And with right. her being a new mommy and me first-time grandma, we right. didn't want to dedicate too much time to this. So. Right. Well, with that, with that, and we agree because we want to get big too. So we're hoping you guys will help us a little bit. So, but with that, we're going to, we're going to cut short, but I do maybe down the, down the road, it'd be kind of cool to have you guys on, see the progress and, and what have you. So, but we do want to thank you, um, uh, Denise and Murr for being our guests today. And, uh, um, yeah, so this is Gus and Jim with, uh, three famous guys and we're out of here. See ya. Thanks for checking out three famous guys. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. For more information or to try and uncover more about your mystifying hosts, check them out online at www.3famousguys.com. That's www.3famousguys.com. We'll see you next time.